This is Love Talk, the Monica Marshall Podcast. For everyone who desires honest soul-to-soul conversations that will encourage, empower, and fire you up to break strongholds, establish your role in God's plan for this world, and to take bold actions. Here's your host, Monica Marshall. Hi, friends. We are currently in a fall series called Fear Not, Daily Reminder of Who is in Charge. My hope is that each day you grow more and more in confidence and develop a supernatural courage and boldness. Welcome to the week two of the Love Talk and the Fear Not Fall series. I hope that you enjoyed the last five episodes and I would love to hear what the Lord highlighted to you or what he spoke to you during the prayer time. Instagram and Facebook are the best ways to contact me at this point, and I'll make sure to link those in the body of this episode. Actually, Stephen, the man behind the scenes that is making it all happen, will be the one listing those links. Guys, he's an outstanding young man, and I am so lucky to be able to work with him on this project. So lucky. Thank you, Stephen. Um, so guys, send me a note, or even better, a video. I love videos and I truly love hearing only God stories. Finishing the last week with reflection and prayer on Saturday made me realize that as much as I was hesitant to release this podcast, the Lord has a beautiful plan to use it. And I got really excited while sitting quietly with him and planning content for the next few weeks. Some subjects I would love to avoid altogether, but the Lord asked me one question. Who am I doing it for, myself or him? And truthfully, I've prayed for him to use my lips and my breath and my voice for so long. Years, guys. I've prayed for it for years. And I'm not sure if there is anything that I am still hoping to do for myself when it comes to this ministry. So, we are kicking off this week talking about COVID. Not my choice of a subject, and let me tell you something. Creating content for it went like this. I said, no, Lord, no. And he said, go read the story of Noah and come back so I can bullet point it for you. This was not up for negotiation. Interestingly, the Lord showed me a parallel between Noah's story and COVID-19 pandemic that I really would like to share with you guys today. Noah is my favorite, one of my favorite people in the Bible. Of course, outside of Jesus, he's my number one. But Noah is someone I really, really like and relate to. And I would love to talk about a lot of things about Noah. But today we'll concentrate on the flood and start the story on a day when the Lord shot Noah and his family and hundreds of animals in the ark. He just closed the door, he sealed it. When I read it, I closed my eyes and imagined that moment and I couldn't help but think of the beginning of social isolation we entered last year. Noah was very briefly introduced to the concept of the rain. He had a word, from God about it, but also got to feel the raindrops when they started falling. But as he was locked 
In the Ark, he didn't know the extent of damage done to the earth during the whole flooding. He had no idea that the Lord destroyed the world. We were lucky, or maybe actually unlucky, to have all sorts of media available to us, so we stayed informed about what was happening to the whole world. I say unlucky because why, while Noah kept drifting on his boat, completely oblivious to what was going on, we were bombarded with tons of fear-inducing information. Not just that, but we were also informed on a daily basis about things that didn't really make sense. Like, for example, we weren't allowed to leave our houses. We were locked in. We couldn't go to parks. We couldn't walk on the beaches. But riots were happening around the country. Our churches were closed and our children couldn't go to school. But planes full of passengers were taking off. Friends, the spirit of confusion descended on the earth and had a free reign over it, leaving us divided like never before. I bet you saw it too. The rain tormented the earth for 40 days, which may seem like nothing compared to the length of our isolation, but just as rain to Noah, COVID-19 and a pandemic as a whole was a foreign concept to people living in this decade. I think of Noah and wonder what he must have thought about water coming from the skies for the first time. Guys, he knew what the water was, but it only came from the ground up to this point. Was he looking up, scrunching his nose and mumbling, what in a world under his nose? Or was he rolling his eyes and saying, I tried to warn everyone. I tried to imagine his posture in front of a father. Was he thankful to be saved? Was he getting impatient? Was he planning the future? Or was he waiting for something to be done for him? Was he expecting to go back to the reality as he knew? We too were familiar with the concept of a virus especially flu-like since it was a part of our world, but the unknown of the new virus combined with the panic that took over the world government completely threw us off. At the beginning of the pandemic, I observed so many trying to figure out what it was, how it was going to impact the earth, and whether it could be stopped. Could the government protect them? Could something be done so they could be saved? I noticed signs of fear and panic. The other group of people sat in their homes completely disgusted with the idea that it had to be treated like a pandemic and grew impatient with the government. Can you see the spirit of division striking here? (laughs) Striking again? After 40 days, the rain stopped and Noah's family found themselves on the dry ground. It took much longer for us last year, but we too found ourselves leaving the isolation, just like Noah, to a whole new world. Neither Noah nor any of us knew what was waiting outside of that shut door. But despite the unknown, 
and lack of any information coming to uplift Noah, the word fear was never mentioned while his story was being told. He stands on who should be trusted and his posture toward the circumstances is described in Hebrews 11.7. By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. In holy fear. Fear of the Lord. In complete trust for God's plan, Noah acted in faith. In fact, he showed reverence and trust towards the Lord the moment he received a vision that made no sense. He obeyed immediately and started building an ark. He acted in faith, in fear of the Lord, and not in a spirit of fear. There was very little faith seen among the population in 2020 when the pandemic hit, the isolation happened, and even when it was lifted. Sadly, there is still so little faith today, all replaced by the untamed spirit of fear, oppression, and division. We can see it everywhere, in all aspects of our lives, and actually in all aspects of this world. You may say, I've had faith in the Lord from day one and still do. And if so, I want to ask you, why are you silent? Because majority of those with a strong faith are silent. Why are you not sharing your faith with others? Where were you when the churches tried to remain open but the priests and pastors were arrested? Where were you when people were forced to close their small businesses while large corporations within the same industry were showing record earnings? Were you praying publicly? Were you shining his light? Were you fighting for his kingdom? Or were you fearing the Lord with all possible faith in him, in your heart, but acting in fear? I'm not here to tell you what side to be on on this earth. I'm here to tell you to act in faith and in fear of the Lord and not in faith and fear of the earthly. And I can ask you those questions because I myself fall into a category of those who had faith but did very little. As far as arguing with the Lord about this podcast episode, this was recorded as much for you as it was for me. I avoided the subject of COVID out of fear of arguments, losing friends, being judged, and feeling too insignificant to be able to make a difference. I bet you had similar reasons. When the flood ended and Noah, his family, and all the animals left the ark, they were faced with two choices. To move forward in faith, be fruitful, populate the earth, take charge of all there was, or to look around in fear and not know what to do next. Friends, they moved forward. God as their one and only guide. They were in charge, led by him. 
So many of us are still lost in fear, participating in the division led by earthly leaders and not the ultimate leader, a father. I hear the phrase, something has to change or something has to happen or something has to be done almost every day. When you catch yourself thinking or saying so, realize that you are that change, that you can make something happen, that something can be done because of you and through you. You have authority over all evil, COVID included. So raise up, my friends. Use your voice. Use all possible resources that you have to fight the oppression that comes with this pandemic. You've got what it takes. And you have the Lord fighting with you. Let me lead you in a prayer. I will leave you with a few minutes of melody at the end so you can have a soul-to-soul chat with the Father. Friends, be raw and honest and just lay it all out in front of Him. No filter, no pretty words, no grammatically edited sentences, just you and your heart. Those are the best prayers. Lord, We know that COVID was not from you, but we also know that in all things, you work for the good of those who love you. You know that we know and that we believe that you will redeem us. We know that you captured every tear shed during this time, that you heard every prayer and every cry. We know that you welcome those who perished with open arms and you console those grieving that are left behind. Lord, we know that your heart is broken for what is happening and that you are doing what needs to be done to free us from the fear of this virus, even if we don't see you working. Lord, these are the truths we choose to hold on to. We thank you for healing so many. We thank you for the intricate creation of our immune system and its ability to fight even the new and unknown viruses. We thank you for bringing together and strengthening the families during this isolation. We thank you for showing business owners how they could pivot so their businesses could continue being profitable. We thank you for opening the hearts of those who had a lot to those who were losing everything and all the amazing stories of generosity we keep hearing about. Thank you for allowing us to suffer because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. Because of this, we are now stronger and hopeful for the future you mapped out for us. Father, I pray that those who are listening today receive a revelation from you during this prayer time. I boldly ask that you speak to them and reveal your truths about COVID. I ask that you equip them with understanding of your truths and a renewed outlook on the current circumstances. I ask that you appoint them to be the knights of your kingdom and show them ways to use their weapons, the most important one being your word. The spirit of fear and division mumbling about COVID is isolating people from you and from each other. And I ask that it is casted out of everyone's heart and mind right now. 
I ask that all who are yours, all who are seeking and all who are lost, received a renewed mind right now. Mind of Christ. I pray this in the precious name of Jesus Christ.